Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Vader's Basement. Um, we have very exciting, uh, a very exciting discussion today. Uh, I think everyone in the Star Wars universe is excited to see Ewan McGregor back in the Kenobi show. That's right. Um, so we're going to kind of walk through the trailer today and kind of give you our thoughts on, you know, where we think things are going and, and kind of things we noticed. Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, the first 30 seconds of the trailer that we got here... Um, was not very eventful. Um, it's kind of just introducing us to Kenobi in his new life, right? Um, so we open up. He's kind of heading toward the town. I don't know that we're decided on what that town is. It kind of has... I think it might be Anchorhead. It might be Anchorhead. It, it kind of has vibes of Moss Eisley, but doesn't really look like Moss Eisley. And then it kind of has some vibes of Moss Eisley. So there's... I don't know. I don't know that we have an exact destination, but... Um, in his own words, Kenobi says he's just trying to uh, stay hidden. And so I think, you know, we see him cutting some kind of food or meat. We see him riding on a shuttle later on in the episode, or later on in the trailer. And I think we're just kind of seeing his life as it is now, where he's blending in, staying hidden, and then keeping an eye on Luke. And that's all pretty straightforward for that first 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, then we get Duel of the Fates, and it kicks off. <laughs> yeah. Then so, the real trailer begins. Then yeah. It, yeah, then it all begins there. Um, so, so, so I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and play it. You're not going to hear it or anything like that. We don't get a copyright strike. So uh, we're just going to have it at running and kind of give you a play-by-play -play as, as things unfold. So, so we, yeah, so the, so the next thing that happens is we are encountered with the Inquisitor's shuttle, um, which really resembles Krennic's shuttle from Rogue One. I, I think it's a Kappa class, I think. Um, and this is something smaller, something sleeker. We don't really see, to my knowledge, in Rebels, we don't really see the Inquisitors move around anything in particular except for the experimental TIE Advanced later on the Grand Inquisitor uses. But I think that's... I think they just go on Lambda shuttles. So I don't know, you know, if they're going to transition off of that or not. But So they're flying into this world and they approach this giant obelisk structure. Now this world is... Um, Nur. It's Nur. It's a okay. moon in the um, Mustafar system. Okay, so right for those of you who don't know, so Mustafar, um, Vader built his castle there, which is where Krennic goes. We actually see it yeah. uh, in Rogue One. So very nearby, and this is the headquarters of the of the Inquisitors. Yeah. So keep them close by, and Vader runs that program. Right. So the Inquisitorius is a program that is dedicated to hunting down and um, dispelling of the remnants of Jedi. Um, this base on Nur uh, is very complex. Actually, if um, if you know the Jedi Fallen Order game, you know that yeah. um, they end up actually going inside this base. Uh, very, very in-depth base, underground, lots of like water tubing. It's really cool. Um, give the game a check out if you haven't yet, but um, that is the only precedent we have to this actual base. So now we see the above structure here, and again, it's it's very familiar of the Citadel that you see in the Clone Wars. It's kind of mm. a place that oh, wow, yeah, right, yeah. It's kind of a place that uh, people come to uh, die. In <laughs> it's it's not a very friendly place to stay. It is the Hotel of California, yeah. of Star Wars. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so. So, um, death and despair all around. Um, we see on the landing platform some interesting ships. So we were trying to figure out kind of like what we see. 
Um, I, I thought that some of the ships toward the right kind of look like reminiscent of separatist shuttles. They kind of, the, the reason I thought that was they kind of look very similar to a ship we see them turn into the Phantom in Rebels. It's kind of that same design, but it's not really that close. So I don't know, Jared. Yeah, we have, there's a dispute on this. Let, let, let's start. We see some things that we do agree on. We see one Lambda shuttle. Right. Right. Which, uh, which by the way, probably is Vader's because yes. Lambda class, that is Imperial high society. You're, you're not going to have someone who's a low ranking member on a Lambda. Right. And you, you can think about the members like of high Imperial society that would be here and it would be only Vader or Pretty Palpatine. Much. Like this is, this is Vader's program. Again, I want to re, you know, reiterate this. Palpatine did not want Vader hunting Jedi full time. Um, because he wanted him to grow on the dark side and help him with other things and kind of oppress the galaxy. Um, <laughs> as uh, the good guys, As obviously. the good guys, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, remember, Palpatine sucks. Um, but uh, he wanted him to do those things, particularly find Sith artifacts, things like that, root out dissension. Yeah. Um, so that's why they have the Inqu uh, Inquisitors as a weapon to find the Jedi, and Palpatine let Vader play with the Inquisitors um, if you've ever read the Vader comics or listened through anybody read them or anything like that, really fantastic. And you can kind of get some more in-depth experience of that. But we also have a whole bunch of TIE fighters just lining the top here. So there are there are some regular regular Imperials here. And we can see there's stormtroopers on the deck. Um, but yeah, where, where, where Liam said he saw some maybe some separatist shuttles, what I see is kind of, it's a water world. So I think they might be submersible craft. Um... And I think that may come into play later. Yeah. Uh, but and, and then and then we have some other things here. Um, Liam pointed out, you know, I think you're probably correct, and I just really hope you're not. Uh, they <laughs> look like they look like the landing craft that we see in Mandalorian season. It's season two. Two. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. Um, but <laughs> but um, which is kind of like a transitionary landing craft to the one we see in the First Order. Uh, right. in episode seven yeah so it's this it, it, in case you didn't know i want to say it's episode five of season two possibly episode six it's the one where they go to tython and um they end up seeing boba fett and fennec and they end up boba collabing boba fett. where um and you see that these stormtroopers come down in these landing craft they exit so i just kind of looked at the size of the Stormtroopers, proportionally, it looks pretty close. Yeah. The shape kind of looks close. Jared was talking about originally we were looking at it, and they kind of do really look like the first uh, phase of the Jedi Starfighters. Is it Actus? Is that, I know Actus is the second one, but I can't remember if it's... if it's. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but they're just too big. I, I yeah, think that's what we ended up deciding on big. was... It could be a rendering error. It could be a True. rendering error. Uh, it, uh, at that AT uh, AP that we see in Star Wars Episode yeah, Three, that's very like true. two times the size of a, an ATT. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if the scale is correct, I think it's closer to the landing craft that we see. Which you're correct. This is this episode or this TV show is supposed to take place right, probably eight years after the events of uh, Episode Three, kind of just based yeah. on how old Luke is, and we don't really see the Imperial dropships that are in Mandalorian until the Mandalorian, which is six years, maybe a little bit more than six years after right. episode six. So that's, I mean, like a 25-year difference of yeah. 
time, and the Empire used what was the what was the ship they mostly Sentinel. used? The Sentinel, the class Sentinel class dropship, which which looks like the like the standard Imperial class Lambda shuttle, like yeah. the the Lambda, like the the wings are just tiny and on the back. Yeah, tiny on the back, and it's this elongated body that's yeah. just for troop storage. Now, didn't they also use those for bombing? Um. Maybe I'm wrong. Not that I know of. Doesn't matter. I, yeah. Um, so so that's what we see, right? We see the the main obelisk looking building. We see the, all the ships. So this is probably a gathering of the minds of the Inquisitors and Vader. So that's yeah. what that's kind of what we're looking at for this setup here. Yeah. It's a lot to have in six seconds. So then then we transition to a very I'm gonna say it, very poorly done Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. I had to just put that in there somewhere. Um, who is now interviewing, if we want to put it politely. Interviewing <laughs> is, uh... Possibly interrogating. As, as Padme had aggressive negotiations, <laughs> this is just aggressive interviewing. Aggressive interviewing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he is interviewing this, uh, fellow. We don't know who it is. I, I imagine it's a bartender, kind of. Looks kind of like it. He's, it looks like he's in some sort of open-air tavern on Tatooine. And we can actually see in the back this unnamed Inquisitor, um, and the fifth brother, I believe. Yeah. yeah, so we have the fifth brother who appears in Clone Wars. Or not Clone Wars, excuse me, Rebels. Mm -hmm. Um, and this new Inquisitor who we don't have a name I think, for. I think point. her name is actually Reva. Is it Reva? I'm pretty oh, sure okay. that's Reva. That's Reva. The, the, we don't have... That's a whole other side note. There is an Inquisitor we don't have a name for. They... I've read a couple articles that said she looks Thalothian, which is the species that is Adi Galea and Stas Ali. If you know them from the prequels and the Clone Wars, they're kind of the ones with like a lot of short head tails, but I don't know that i agree with that this yeah, this alien kind of looks like she kind of looks like the it's more like tentacles yeah and it's like four and, and yeah it's not many Wait, so which it's is, like my, my thought was like well if she is Silothian, then maybe she was like mutilated in some way by turning to the dark side the or sith like do like i know they'll like sharpen their teeth they'll do weird mutilation type but, things but but I it's symmetrical which yeah, is, is, which is where I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So we, well. we really don't have a lot of information on that Inquisitor, but I'm sure she's here on Tatooine. And that's another point I wanted to bring up was we see these people all together, right? We see them on Tatooine. It's the four of them. We see them on uh, the next planet that we'll get to. It's the four of them together. We see mm -hmm. them on um, in the uh, planet, uh, in the building on the planet of Noor. They're all together. So it, it's kind of this weird situation where they're all kind of traveling together they don't really have separate starships from what i'm understanding oh, from yeah, what yeah. we're seeing there's they do you said oh no i'm agreeing okay, with you. okay okay yes. yeah they don't really have separate ships they travel together which kind of also leads me back to i really think it's vader and the lambda because i think they're all traveling together in that yeah black krennic type kappa ship yeah that's them yeah um, but well now you know in the clone wars we see them one at a time but i think they always come in or goodness i keep saying in rebels, rebels. we see them one yeah. at a time but they come out in um they come out in just lambda shuttles or something like that like on a or a sentinel they come out in a sentinel like just yeah. a regular transport ship um because i think at first they send they send the fifth brother and sixth sister or ninth, no, sixth sister after. No, yeah, it's the sixth, seventh. Uh, so many. It's very confusing. <laughs> they uh, send, their naming convention they is know not the, fair. They send the fifth brother. They also send the, I think it's the seventh sister. Yeah. And I believe it's the eighth brother. 
that they send. Yeah, there's there's a yeah 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 yeah. And so they come like it would they just be easier in. if they had names. They, I, it, it, let's they, be honest. They but. they trickle in. Yeah. You know who I don't forget? The Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> that, well, I wonder why. <laughs> but um, so we you know it, these Inquisitors we see except for the two the two new ones we know their fates already. So this is you know spoiler if if you want yeah. this is they're not gonna die here. Um, so yeah, right. So we see them. We see them there, right? And it, and it is an interesting point. You know, we're really heavy on the Inquisitors here. Um, we looked it up. We kind of did the. I get it's not really math, but it's we we know that for the number of Inquisitors, right? Right. We were trying to figure out. All right, where are we in placement? And we from prior media have the Grand Inquisitor, who we're kind of assuming is like the number one. Yeah. Because um, they they do just literally call them by numbers. So we have the Grand Inquisitor. We're thinking is number one. The second sister would be from Fallen Order. You mm-hmm. really get to interact a lot with her. And then we have a gap where we don't have a third or fourth. Um, and so that's kind of maybe where we're thinking. You know, we have Reva and we have this other mystery Inquisitor. Are they three and four? Um, it's not really. You know, we won't know until we we see the show. Yeah, but we, that's that's kind of my assumption is Reva may be three because yeah. I think it kind of goes in order of like how powerful they are. And so interesting. I I don't know that to be a fact, but I kind of I always assumed it was order in which they joined. Possible. Which brings us to a different point, but I'll get to that yes, later. Yep. So yep. I really think I'll I'll bring this back up later. I really think Reva is the third, and then I think the other. Uh, alien Inquisitor we see is probably fourth. Yeah. Then we get to the fifth brother, who we, who we know and we see here in the trailer. The sixth brother is uh, exclusively in the comics, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The seventh sister we see in Rebels. The eighth brother we see in Rebels. Rip the eighth brother. Rip, I mean. yeah. <laughs> tough, 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 tough. Um, mm. The ninth sister we see in the comics and in Fallen Order. Yes. So yeah. she and the second sister are both in Fallen Order. And then we finally finish up with the tenth brother who's in uh, the comics. So yep. I think there's two kind of mystery Inquisitors from the comics Correct. that we don't know where they fall. Yeah, that's the thing that's interesting. So there's two there's two Inquisitors there. So there's two missing numbers, but they're never named and uh named numbered named numbered yeah but vader does absolutely murk them uh he executes them so that's pretty exciting being in love um that's actually where that's the uh that's the vader comic where we see the the meme come to life where vader never sits down really um in any vehicle or anything like that so he actually he gets in a speeder and has somebody else drive and he just stands with his arms crossed in the speeder (laughs) they're like throwing their lightsabers at him and he's just like glancing at he's (laughs) standing up so um so that that trail down the inquisitors is all to say i think that you know this is a very uh powerful order of sub sith you know the rule of two kind of has an asterisk here um and I don't know if these are actual Sith. So these are no, they're not. They're like Ventress. Ventress so. was never right. a Sith, right? right she was right. an assassin, and Palpatine allowed it to a point because yeah. they needed, yeah. um, and it kind of helped keep up the illusion that. And very clearly, uh, Palpatine and Vader are much more powerful than these. Oh people. yeah, like, it's, it, it's really them not. compared to an average citizen, very strong. Yeah, they're very threatening. But you just you know the theme song kicks in, Vader walks in, and you're <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, no, let's put things in perspective. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, 
I won't I won't talk about it too much, but if you play Fallen Order, you'll you'll know that there's some uh, there's some there's stuff a that puts it in perspective. So. I I'm excited to see the interactions with Vader. We're yeah. gonna see Vader. We got some concept we art have of to. Vader. Well, Hayden Christensen is back. Well, we saw concept art too of him walking yeah. out of his meditation chamber. Yeah. I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be exciting to see him just next to them too because yeah. you'll see how ginormous he is. It's huge. And yeah, so th- this will this will be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so well, let's move on from this scene. So yes, there. Oh, you want to say something first? Uh, well, the only other thing I was gonna say can be said in a couple seconds. So okay, go ahead and so we'll this continue on. This fellow who's being interviewed aggressively, which is actually what I was gonna um, get to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so this 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 next scene is actually we see Kenobi going into I think what's I think is Anchorhead. I think this is his daily commute. I think <laughs> this is his new job. I think. I think so. He's just taking the metro into into work. Yeah, I I agree. So he's headed in. Uh, we see a lot of interesting characters on the uh, on the metro here, as we do in any regular metro. Then it comes back to the inside, and this is the underwater area of this uh, Inquisitor base. And we see the fifth brother, Reva, and then the unnamed Inquisitor at this table. Um, Which is actually, discussing. I think, the only place that we see them without the Grand Inquisitor. I think most of the other scenes, we see them... In a location with the Grand Inquisitor, yeah. so maybe he's with Vader at this point. If if our predictions about the Lambda having Vader are true, maybe he and Vader are off doing their thing, and they're kind of here like because they're not important enough. And by know. doing their thing, it's Vader's yelling at the Grand Inquisitor. Vader for the is failing about to kill the Grand Inquisitor, <laughs> yeah. but doesn't. Yeah, um, we also have some stormtroopers at this base, which I think is, you know, it, there are some regular regular fellows yeah. around. It also is interesting because we have, I believe, four chairs there, and then one for one like big chair for the Grand Inquisitor. I would assume. Yeah. But that kind of begs the question: like, what is this room for? Because if it's a table with four seats plus one for the Grand Inquisitor, like, you have ten Inquisitors total. Why but we don't know that yet. Half of them. We don't know that yet, right? We only so the highest one we see is the fifth brother. So if the other two are unnamed, then we have three and four. Right, yeah. right. I- so you, so you, so you're saying that this might, there just might not be that many inquisitors. So we're yet? only seeing, we're only, yeah. I think, I think this is really early on. I don't think, I don't think we have everybody yet, because they pick them up. The events of Rebels are later on. Yeah. The events of Rebels lead into, lead t- tied closely into. Well, now I got to think about it. The events of Rebels tie into episode four yeah they get they get closely aligned with there i was just i haven't watched rebels in a long time so i was trying to think of the timing oh, but yeah, you gotta rewatch that yeah it's gonna um, be but i say that to say you know we see uh seventh we see fifth brother and seventh sister and eighth brother there but that's not until after this pretty close to episode four so it is possible the only other thing is the ninth sister appears in fallen order I don't know the exact timeline of where Fallen Order is. I think actually it's probably a decent amount after two because when we after, see Cal after three. during after, after three I'm after sorry, as well yes. after episode three after yes. episode three when we see Cal he's a young adult right yeah yeah but we see him for the Order sixty six and he's a lot younger. I don't think it takes them too long. Um, if it okay, this is the other this is the other big asterisk on this right the. We know a few Inquisitors from Rebels, and they're not, I don't think they're going to contradict Rebels. That wouldn't make any sense to me, but the Vader comics, they don't have any sort of, like, they don't actually have to hold to it. 
We've um, seen them go against retcon a little bit of right, the comics. Right. They so, hold to the general premise, but not necessarily yeah. every detail. So necessarily, some of these things that yeah, we're kind of true. taking for fact at this point in time, they may they may retcon. But I don't know. I think that because they have at least to the tenth brother when the assault on Moncala starts um, in the comics. So like the first time that takes place, which is like the first planet that really becomes a big issue yeah. um and that's prior to no that's after the tarkin book mm. that's after the tarkin book yeah because vader does a favor for tarkin and then tarkin's he's like sure. what do you want me yeah. to do hunt me so, yeah. so, so the timeline is <laughs> so the timeline is a little messy but basically right. i guess what we could get to is potentially there's only a few seats because there might not be enough inquisitors yeah i think so i think there's only five if there is and and that would explain why all four of them or all five of them I guess I guess the second sister might be off like doing her own thing hunting Jedi. So it would be it would be weird if there were only five of them and the second sister is the only one that's not there. I'd be a little confused as to why, but it's not impossible. There's not really a reason not to. They could explain it away pretty easily. Yeah, they could. Um so that kind of supports the mm. theory that these are the third and fourth sisters maybe, but We'll have to see. We'll have to see when it comes out. So, um, moving on from the Inquisitors, yeah, we see this uh, this poor chap who is being aggressively interviewed is now hanging. That's what we think. He has uh, been hanged. I, there's, I, yes. there's no confirmation, but I think we're both on the same I page think, here. I think it is. It's back to Tatooine again, and we see this person hanging, and we have Reva, who is threatening the crowd. I'm sure she's saying something along the lines of. If you help the Jedi, this is what happens. <laughs> like they do, they bring death wherever they go. Just let me know where he is, and Just I'll kill conveniently him. looking into the eyes of Mr. Lars over there, who is defiantly standing there. Yeah, I might, that's, I might that's a little aggressive. This for is somebody a, who's trying to blend in. This is a Lars who has not been beaten down yet. I'm interested to see. Here's the deal, because we actually we actually just watched a little bit of a clip of A New Hope, and it was it refreshed my memory of how like he is really just. Oh, and Lars, yeah, sorry. He does not want to have anything to do yeah. with Obi-Wan. And I'm interested to see, you know, this is, I think this is going to really put this in perspective. He's going to see how Obi-Wan brings death. He's going to see Luke as his own son. He's going to want to raise him, want to keep him safe. And he's going to be like, no, Kenobi brings death wherever he goes. Blah, 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 blah. Look at what happened with the Inquisitors in the town. Well, and I think it's interesting because I th recently there was an interview with Kathleen Kennedy, Kennedy where she talked about wanting to uh, back in 2020 apparently they delayed the show some to rewrite some of the script because they wanted a quote-unquote happier ending to the show uh so i'm interested to see yeah i'm interested to see how that ties in because that doesn't i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think that a happier ending to the show doesn't necessarily mean a happy show i definitely think we're going to get the depths of despair for obi-wan having come out of this everyone he knows is dead and his closest friend has betrayed him, right? Like that's a very depressing state for him to be in. So I don't think it's just going to open up rainbows and sparkles. Uh, but I do think that we're going to see this transformation where maybe we start to have a little bit of a new hope. Hey, ah. nice, and nice. Um, one of the things that might come along with that is I, I agree. I think, I think Owen is going to see that, the way in which Obi-Wan achieves this hope is not exactly <laughs> peaceful slash what? 
<laughs> lots of people will die, and it's not a uh, a clean game per se. Yeah. So I, I don't say that to say Obi Wan's gonna slice and dice, but I think along the way, other people will slice and dice to get to Obi-Wan. So. Yeah, which actually slicing and dicing is Obi-Wan brings us to another point in this trailer. Um, so Owen, you can see, you, he is really debating. Yeah, you can see he's got a look of consternation. Um, but everybody else kind of actually in the scene, it's actually pretty interesting. Everybody else is kind of like looking away, and he just looks like he's just really thinking hard. Yeah. Um, like, does he rat Kenobi he out? To, he has a lot to weigh on his mind. I mean, like, if he wants to save Luke... The, you know, I, yeah. Do you sacrifice Kenobi to save Luke if you have to? That's a big, that's a big choice. That's a big choice, indeed. Um, so then we go to this next planet, which Liam knows the name of. Dayu. Dayu. D-A-I-Y-U, um, if they, I'm correct. They said it kind of has a Hong Kong feel, and I very much so see yeah. that. Like, uh, we see Ryu, not Ryu. Reva. <laughs> Reva. <laughs> Ryu, Ryu and Dayu. Ryu and Dayu. Uh, Reva is on the roof here of one of these buildings looking down, um, definitely tracking. Definitely tracking. Looking yeah. out over the city. And then and then we cut back again to Tatooine where, the, where their <laughs> shuttle is landing. Just in the middle of the street, right? No, no parking permits needed here. <laughs> this is the Empire. They don't care about parking permits. Now, this is, now Liam caught this. So then we cut to a scene of, a, of an officer walking out, uh, an Imperial officer walking out of a shuttle. And it doesn't look like... I actually... I'm actually rewinding this. I'm going back a little bit because this thing is gray. It's like a gray yeah. vehicle. It doesn't look... It's troop transports, man. I'm telling oh you. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. It's going to be the troop transports that we see. look how it slopes up like that. Right. The platforms slope up. I'm pretty sure... The ramps. The ramps come down. No, this is right here, but this oh. big bulky yeah, bit know. right here. It's an even earlier model. <laughs> this is model different. Zero point alpha <laughs> zero point a zero right. point alpha so this imperial officer walks out of this of this um shuttle i will point out she already has her weapon drawn yes she's she's here to she's aggressively here to, interrogate she's people. here to aggressively interview interview um but yeah. liam liam pointed this out when we first watched it through there's like foliage in the background yeah. of this it's it's dried up at first glance it looks like tatooine but I don't think it's Tatooine. That's not Tatooine. Yeah, Tatooine doesn't have plants. <laughs> There's <laughs> one tree. tree. Unless um, you're uh, having a lizard go through your nose and letting you acid trip, there are no trees on Tatooine. Did they find the mystery tree? They found it. They all have lizards up their noses. Um, don't think so. That's, um, we, spoiler. We, don't, we see very little, if any, vegetation. I cannot recall much of any vegetation. And even, not just vegetation, but there's some green. There's definitely yeah, there's, some green. There's so like rocky green. Green does not exist on Tatooine. So, oh my gosh, it almost looks like Tython. I it, I was actually kind of gonna say it. It, it kind of does. I don't think it's Tython. I don't think they go there. But I do think that this alludes to probably. And they wouldn't show us every single location they're gonna go to, right? Like, I think that well, that's there's, not fair. <laughs> I think there's probably some location we don't know about. I think this is it. We'll see. Uh, you know, it very well they could change everything we know and love about Tatooine and say, "Oh yeah, no, there's lots of plants." I don't think they would do that. <laughs> there's lots of plants. there's lots of plants. Yes, so that's yes, why they moisture far farm miles under. That's uh, Ty I think that's Tython. Maybe I think that's Tython. Maybe I think they're on Tython. It makes sense because the Inquisitors also hunt down Jedi artifacts. Why wouldn't they just destroy them? that? Yeah, but that's the but thing. it was it's partially it, it was partially destroyed though. If it's the the gate that they put Baby Yoda on. 
Okay, but it reaches out through the force to somebody. That's I'm true. wondering if they would be able to detect that. Sort of like, yeah, Jedi, go ahead. Use the activation beacon and we will come for you. <laughs> mm, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so. Um, so then, okay, let me cut back to Daro. Yeah. Uh, Dayu. Dai, goodness. Dayu. It's very kind of street markety. You definitely get this very city feel. Um, some stormtroopers. We some, still see. The lady stormtrooper. And there's this shot of the possibly what i'm thinking is the fourth sister again you look at the head tails they're very kind of like they start out a little thicker and then they get thinner as they go down more like tentacles that doesn't remind me of gosh who does that i i there's someone i'm thinking of and i can't remember who it is but i feel like we've seen something like that before it almost kind of reminds me of sugi from the Clone Wars, but she's Zebrak, and so those would be horns, not tentacles. So I don't know. I I, I still doubt the yeah, association know. with the Tholoths. Um, again, that's a more obscure alien, I guess. But Adigalia and Stasali, you can look up both of them. Uh, they're both have fun spelling that. No. Um, <laughs> then we actually it the the scene kind of like you have the Inquisitor walking, and then it kind of pans over, and it gives the. A, gives the impression that Kenobi's there watching this. He's in the streets. He's but he's got a, like a, it's not a Jedi robe, but you can see it's like a short thing, but he does. He has like a hood up. It still yeah. looks very Jedi-esque, right? Yeah. I doubt he's watching this thing unfold because it would be really difficult for me to assume that he's just walking by, looks over, sees yeah. the like scene with the Grand Inquisitor where he's like waving his lightsaber and yeah. then they just make eye contact. I think that... Now there is kind of some red lighting here that's kind of cascaded on him, but I think it's I think it's Probably from the street lighting. signs, yeah, yeah, the street signs. But but he Obi Wan is not a super powerful Jedi necessarily, um, uh, as far as Force connection goes. As far as Force, there were, which is yes. what I'm saying. He's yeah, okay. he's a fantastic duelist, but he, as far as the Force connection goes, he's not like it was more 10. difficult for him. It was more difficult for him, and but he has a distinct presence. So I think that someone like Kenobi they would be able to very easily be like, yeah, Kenobi's like in this city block. Like I feel him, like he's, yeah. he's right here. I will like bring in right here this <laughs> note of, I don't know that this is necessarily the direction they're taking this show, but when we knew nothing about Kenobi, you know, I was really, really hoping to see something where they connect Qui-Gon. He's right? gonna be it. He's gonna Qui-Gon might, so, but, so let me, let me go with this where if you, you know, I know we've recommended this before, the book Master and Apprentice, it's a very, very good description of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon's relationship. And, and Jared was correct. And I kind of hesitated there, but he's correct. He, Obi-Wan himself is not as in tune with the Force as a lot of other Jedi, yeah. which doesn't mean he can't be. He has the potential, but we see in his personality in that book, it is hard for him to get outside of the quote-unquote rules. He's very much a rule follower. He's yeah. very much by the book. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why he's very much able to perfect the swordsmanship that he has. He's an expert duelist. Yep. But it's harder for him to connect with the Force. So I, I introduced by saying this is kind of what I was thinking we might try and see was Obi-Wan using this time to connect to the Force. Because, you know, we can say pre-Kenobi show and pre-Episode 3... Obi-Wan is not an extremely strong force user compared to other people we see. But in episode five, he's the first Jedi we know of. I guess Qui-Gon is. But he's Obi-Wan was technically the first Jedi we knew of to become a force ghost. 
That didn't happen before. Now, in the Clone Wars, we see Qui-Gon do it, so that kind of but, makes more sense. But yeah, Obi-Wan becomes this being who becomes one with the Force and is such an instrumental part of guiding the Force's will, right? Like, that is not necessarily yeah. something that you just slip right into. I think that my thought about this show originally was going to be he connects more with the Force. This is him learning more about the Force through his connection with Qui-Gon. No, yeah, I, I, I right? agree. So so Qui-Gon has a very deep understanding of the Force and a very just very deep connection with the Force. So we're going to have, a, I think, you know, at the end of Episode 3, Yoda says, Qui-Gon reached out. Now, the thing about Qui-Gon is Qui-Gon figured out how to do the Force Ghost thing. Yeah. But Qui-Gon figured out a little bit too late and didn't figure out how to preserve his physical form, but only his being. See, that's why you never see Force Ghost Qui-Gon and why you never see Force Ghost... You know, like he, he, you do on the Mortis arc in Clone Wars, but, but that's different. That's that special. is that is <laughs> there is a different thing there, and I'm not certain that was necessarily quite. And that place is 100% Force power. Yeah, so yeah that we, is. We don't even know if that was prison. technically real. That's like that I mean. whole arc was like yeah, because they wake up and they're like, right. oh, we lost contact with you for a minute. It's like it's been uh -huh. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been days. So that we do see him, but you're yeah. So um, anyway. Uh, this is so, we see, you know, Yoda tells Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon's reached out through the Force. Cool. But, like you said, obviously Obi-Wan is powerful because we see him become the first physical Force ghost. Now, but what yeah. I want to point out is, this is kind of, this is a process. This is, you know, according to legends, now, it took him a long time to master this, right? Whereas Anakin... Uh, Obi-Wan told Anakin how to do it in like five minutes while he was dying <laughs> and Anakin was like Boop, force ghost right like so you know to give some perspective he was there. a pioneer though Obi-Wan yeah. pioneered it <laughs> just shared yeah. copy paste true 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 Alec Guinness is pretty old when we see him in four so I, I will say this is only like 10 years away so it's gonna be an interesting transformation from you and here who still looks great right we have we have uh, yeah, it's gonna be a rough 10 years man <laughs> But we have uh, a concept art picture of, which is redundant, but we have concept art of Obi-Wan sitting in a cave. Um, ah, and yes. I think that's going to be his communication with Qui-Gon. Yeah. Or I don't think we have confirmed Liam Neeson in the, in the show yet, not which, is why we, which is why we're speculating on this, because it could still theoretically not happen. I personally would be incredibly disappointed. Well, but we had Tamara Morrison acting in The Mandalorian without being confirmed yet. Because he stepped in, clink, clink, with the boots in the first episodes of season two of The Mandalorian. Was that him actually stepping in in I mean, maybe season not. one? In season one, maybe not with the boots. See, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was confusing. In season two, we see the back of his head. So that's where we see him confirmed. Maybe maybe I am confusing that. So Liam Neeson, that would be a pretty big profile name to sneak in. Yeah, but. yeah, it would be pretty difficult. But again, they don't have to have him physically there. They just have to have his voice. That's true. Because he doesn't have the, the physical imagery. Because, and, and this is... The, I, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. We actually hear... This is, a, this is, this is an, a little bit of a tangent here. But we actually hear Qui-Gon scream no when Anakin turns to the dark side. And that's how powerful it was. So you hear that. Anakin. Anakin. No. You hear that in episode three. You also hear it in... Ahsoka hears it uh, in the Clone Wars when it happens. You hear Qui-Gon scre uh, scream through the Force. Um, so I will be interested to see if Qui-Gon plagues Anakin a little bit. 
That would be, this. oh man, that would be really cool. So he could be talking to both of them. Yeah. See, if, and this is, this is what I wonder. This is what I wonder. Will Qui-Gon attempt to mend things and be the reason that they wind up dueling again? And then Qui-Gon decides that he needs to step back and step out of it and be some sort of explanation for his why Qui-Gon doesn't talk to anybody. Why does Qui-Gon not reach out to Luke? Where he, he's like, no, I can't get involved yeah. with things, right? Like, I just have to, I just have let to let it play happen. out. Because yeah. he is the chosen one. It is going to work out. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I think we've heard rumor that there might be a duel between Hayden or Vader and Obi-Wan in this. Yeah. And I don't know the authenticity of that i think it was talked about by some of the bigger people kathleen kennedy i think yeah she said it would be the showdown of the century or something like that yeah so it'll be interesting to see how they make that work with all this but anyway yeah that's Sorry. kind of a, a yeah, long that was tangent, a, that was a long tangent you know, there's a, a lot here right? one second and, scene of kenobi pacing yeah. in the street yeah. it's the first 30 seconds of the trailer has obi-wan walking around with his eop next 12 seconds has 45 <laughs> minutes worth yeah. of conversation yeah so, okay, so then we come to this scene where we see this robot, mm-hmm. um, which is a droid we haven't seen before. And Damn, robot, what are you? Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, so we see this droid, and he's looking down at this stormtrooper who's got some pretty beat-up armor. Yeah. So Liam had a theory that maybe this is Kenobi in this armor. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and it's just a uh, kind of a one-off thing. Like, oh, stormtrooper armor looks a, a little beat up. Like, maybe someone attacked this stormtrooper and took his armor and put it on and is trying to hide in order to you know get away from the inquisitors right so maybe you you, you 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 hey it could happen and then um so then like that scene flashes and then we see the the uh droid he's holding what i think is a hammer it's kind of weird but yeah. it's it looks like the scene's taking place beforehand he's sitting there he's got a hammer down by his side you see a stormtrooper walking down the hallway uh, that's sand so th- i think this is tatooine where this droid yeah, is it's probably like, tatooine. It, it's kind of confusing because it's kind of dark and it cuts from a scene that was on Dayu to this, so I kind of at first thought this is on yeah, Dayu. I agree. I'm pretty sure this is on Tatooine. Yeah, so I think I think my theory for what happens here is a stormtrooper comes in, this uh, droid gives him a good old wackadoo. With a hammer. And with a hammer. Uh, and then maybe we see Kenobi slip into the armor and then slip out so he can get out of town. I wonder if this is or, a man's coworker. <laughs> you know, or on Tatooine. Owen Lars. Owen Lars slipping out of town. Who knows? Because, yeah, Um, he's got to get out somehow. Yeah, but if they knew he had any involvement with a Jedi, they would have tracked him down and killed him. Maybe we see some sort of, like, he needs to get back home because he's worried that they will find out he has involvement with the Jedi. And so he's like, they don't really slip out. They have the city locked down. They don't really see who he is. So he's like, I need to slip out before they do find out who I am. Yeah, fair enough. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, so that's a lot of interesting potential there. Um, we get to this part where Reva is, we're back on Dayu. We're back on Dayu. A lot of flash back and forth yeah. to Tatooine, Dayu, Tatooine, Dayu, Tatooine, Dayu. Um, she looks like she just cut yeah. a, a tower. Or yeah, someone s- lost their cable. Someone does <laughs> not have TV anymore. They're in the middle watching the Super Bowl and then boop, gone. And then we come to the Grand Inquisitor aggressively negotiating somebody again. And he's yeah. got his, he's got his spinny lightsaber. Aggressively which, interviewing. Which I know people are going to be, I'm... I'm interested to see how they treat this. This is one of the more stupid things that come out of a... Didn't someone fly with one of yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, they fly yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, which is... 
interesting. It's light. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let That's me not how physics works. I get that it's helico- Star Wars. Helicopter blade of light to yeah. propel myself upward. Um, and they, like, all do it. So I don't understand. <laughs> you know, like, the, the ninth sister doing it is a way bigger feat than, like, the fifth brother who's, like, really skinny. <laughs> the, ninth, the, ni- the ninth sister? Yeah, yeah. The ninth sister who's She's huge. The giant alien. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty impressive. Anyway, so he's he is interrogating this fellow on Dayu. Dayu. Um, so, you know, seemingly we're going place to place and Jared mentioned the guy kind of looks a little cyborgy. Yeah. Maybe somewhat reminiscent of like a Lobot type figure. He's got yeah. something on the back of his head that kind of looks robotic. Maybe it's just an ear hat. <laughs> <laughs> and excuse me, say that again. It's potentially an ear hat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, um, never living that down, <laughs> but but uh, Cyborg seems to make more sense. Yeah, so it could also be, you know, maybe just the lighting could be a collar. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Some high right now. We not. also get another picture of how the Grand Inquisitor does not look like the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, it's very upsetting. I, I look, I know there's like some sort of staunch debate on this, but there really isn't. He doesn't look like uh, the Rebels' appearance, which is fine. Um, because rebels and 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 in the Clone Wars do exaggerate a little bit. But we've had we've had this with Ahsoka in real live action versus cartoon. Right, looks different. Mm-hmm. Cad Bane live action versus cartoon looks different. Spoiler, but we've yeah, we've covered that at this <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah, there's. But what I want to say is we actually see is it Powan? That is the species that the Grand Inquisitor is, and we see them on Utapau, and they do have the elongated head. They mm-hmm. do have the sharp teeth. They have all that stuff, and. So we have seen them in live action. We have seen them in episode three. Yeah, in episode three in live action. So that's where it's like, okay, well, now you're not, you're not. He doesn't look like they actually look in in the cinematic universe that you've you've created. Uh, Also, he doesn't have Sith eyes, which is actually the biggest deal. I think if they were going to be either elongate his head and fix his teeth or do the eyes, I would prefer the eyes because he makes me. It makes me concerned for if we get a live action Thrawn. Yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, don't even. Oh. Anyway, so then it cuts to the scene. We have the fifth brother walking with some stormtroopers down the street, also on Dayu. Yep. Daru. Dayu. Dayu, I was you right. You got it right. You got it right. First I time. I second guess myself. And then we come to this really this interesting scene. This is the scene. big kahuna. All, All right, right. So see, at one minute and 17 seconds. You see two transformers shoot off. No. Um, <laughs> this is the origin story. One is a Decepticon. One, one is a... Yeah. Whatever the other one is. I don't watch Transformers. Oh, my goodness. Autobot. Autobot. Like, yeah, I got it. There you go. You got, got it. it. You saved yourself. You didn't know it either. No, I did. So anyway, so this right here, uh, two escape pods flying through space, and there's a little bit of a backstory to this, um, where we have a bit of a leak. Hello, everyone. Uh, brief interruption here. Liam and I talked after the podcast, and we decided that it'd be best to insert this little spoiler alert here. Um, what we're about to talk about is a very strong rumor and very possibly a a legitimate spoiler for the first episode of the Kenobi series. So if you do not want that spoiler, please, um, skip forward about three minutes in the podcast and you'll be clear. Otherwise, proceed at your own risk. The leak that we've gotten is that supposedly the first scene of the show is going to be at the Jedi Temple. And there are going to be two Jedi younglings, Padawans, who are kind of, tor- they're older. They're probably going to be in their late teens. I'm assuming it's going to be Padawans. Potentially early Not 20s. Younglings, yeah. But they're, but they're yeah, they're, they're Padawans. They aren't quite Jedi Knights yet. It's them escaping. That's what we know of that first scene. We don't know a ton. My thought is that these two pods are shooting out away from Coruscant. They somehow escaped the temple, got in these pods, and they each left. 
Now, I think that one of these pods is going to get captured by the early Imperial, you know, whatever they are at that dun, stage dun, in episode dun, three. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, yeah. I think one of these gets taken. It's kind of reminiscent of Solo, where Solo escapes and his Kira does not, right? They, they One gets captured, one does not. I think one of these pods gets away. I think one of them does not. And I think the one that does not houses Reva. I think Reva yeah. is a Jedi Padawan that tries to escape, gets out of the Jedi Temple, but then gets captured in these pods and then becomes an Inquisitor. Which is why, and I think that this reinforces your point, we have Reva's name. Like I said, all the other Inquisitors, no name. This Inquisitor has a name. Yeah. Right? We would presumably know that name from before she becomes an Inquisitor. You know, you can imagine two Jedi trying to run through the temple, trying to escape. It's like, Reva, no! You know, yeah. but, you know, so, so why we would have her name. Yeah. I think the other pod is this. We, we've kind of had stirrings of someone who kind of tries to find Obi-Wan, and that's kind of what kicks things off. I think that's the second pod. So I think the two Jedi that we have escape, one is Reva, one is this guy, and the very next scene is Reva confronting this unknown character and I think those are both the Jedi who escape from the temple. I think it's Reva, and I think this guy who's looking for Obi-Wan. And he's got this weird tattoo on his hand, which is pretty interesting. Um, can't really quite make it out, but it is... It, it kind of has some points on it. Yeah. And if you look at her, if you look at this look that she gives him, yeah. I just think it looks like a knowing look. She's not wondering who this is. I think it kind of looks more like... Like, by back the way, down. Like, sit yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, that lightsaber blade kind of looks like it's about to off that guy's head. Yeah, in, yeah, half. in the background. I, <laughs> in the background. I'm gonna be honest but... with you. I don't think she cares. <laughs> <laughs> no, either. So that's my big theory. If you agree, you know, love to hear, love to hear um, what you have to say. But that's kind of what I think. I'll put a, I'll put a, uh, a little survey in the, the, the uh, yeah, in the podcast for Spotify. Maybe, maybe because it's spoilers. Oh, mm. I'll just no. I'm just gonna say, do you agree with Liam's theory? Yes or no? All right. Easy All enough. Right. So then we see, I think that's Reva. I think that's Reva. She's she's like she has her hand. She's touching uh, what's the symbol of the Jedi mm -hmm. Order. I think she's thinking about being a Jedi before. I also want to. I actually want to preface this too. Uh, I can't remember if we covered this or not, but every Inquisitor we know of, to my knowledge, was a Jedi beforehand. A lot of them were, right? The Grand Inquisitor was a temple guard. We have uh, the second sister was. My ninth sister was. Uh, ninth sister was. I, there are a lot of these Inquisitors are, for, I mean, and it makes sense. They're yeah. force users that were taken. So I guess my earlier comment about the obelisk, about people getting taken to die, they don't really die. They just get turned into. Some do. Some do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, so then we have this confrontation between Reva and a chap in an alleyway with a gun, and I think this is Obi-Wan. Could be. Could be that mysterious Jedi that she confronts here again. It could be. It could be either. You don't really see the face. They're turned yeah. away. That makes me think it's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, either way, I think that we're going to have some sort of... Reva is also searching for Obi-Wan to, mm -hmm. to get him, but I think, like Liam pointed out, looking for a happier ending, I think we might be moving towards wanting... Some resolution. Yeah, so yeah. like, Vader's gonna kill Reva instead of Obi-Wan killing Reva. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I mean, uh, you know. Anyway, so, and then we kind of see this shootout on top of the roof, uh, and... Green birds. And green birds fly away, and... And, and then, then it's, it's Obi-Wan. And, th and that's it. 
So, well, we get Vader breathing. Don't we do. That. We do get Vader breathing. We know Hayden Christensen's in it. Vader's going to be there. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of hype. There's a, there lot, of a lot of really hype. good stuff that could come from this show. And, you know, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see where it takes us. But until then, um, you know, uh, really exciting trailer. Really a lot to talk and think about. And uh, thanks for joining us today, guys. This, is, uh, this has been yeah. fun. It has been fun. Uh, enjoy. This is going to air out of order. This will probably be the next episode. So this is probably episode two. Yeah. This is recorded recorded approximately three months after the last one. Yeah, we got yeah. busy. Yeah, we got busy. So, um, but have a good day, and we'll see you next time.